Now broadcasting from his hidden bunker and fully stocked bar, it is the Saturday Report with Hope Sebastian Taylor. Hello, everyone, and welcome once again to the Saturday Report with me, Colt Sebastian Taylor, adventurer, entrepreneur, and amateur gambler, and welcome to the podcast this week. As you know, you can always connect with me on the uh, various social media channels like the Twitter, the Facebook, the Instagram, uh, the Cameo, the Counter Social, the Threads, at Colt S. Taylor. And uh, you can subscribe to the podcast version of this show at anchor.fm slash Taylor. I also update a YouTube version at uh, youtube.com slash Taylor. And, of course, you should always check out ColtSebastianTaylor.com. One of these weeks, I will actually update it. But, uh, anyways, without further ado, my friends, let's get ready for this week's Saturday report. First up this week, my friends, a wee bit of bookkeeping. Next week, yes, next Saturday, September 23rd, there will be no episode of the Saturday Report with me, Colt Sebastian Taylor. Why, you ask? Well, I'll be on vacation in sunny, sunny Greece, and, um, it's a little difficult to produce a podcast overseas, because I'll be on vacation, drinking wine, on an island in Greece. Won't tell you where, so I don't have mobs of people harassing me, but that's where I'll be. But I will return, probably, September 30th, unless I'm still really jet-lagged, then definitely by October 7th. So anyways, uh, you'll have to make do, but of course, follow me on the social media platforms I just mentioned before, as I'll still like post updates, maybe some photos, and some news articles in this interlude between episodes of the sad report first up this week as you may remember last week uh i talked about it being the anniversary of 9 11 and waiting for a company to do something stupid to promote itself on 9 11 and wouldn't you know it we had a winner ding 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 DraftKings, yes the uh gambling website uh had a special wager bearing the title never forget it was a parlay bet that the New York Mets, New York Yankees, and New York Jets would win their respective games on Monday, September 11th, according to a screenshot that was posted on Twitter. And uh, it was confirmed by DraftKings spokesman, quote, bet on these New York teams to win tonight on 9-11, it read. Um, the par- a parlay bet, a parlay bet, uh, for those who aren't heavy gamblers, which I have not, I had to look this up, uh, combines multiple wagers into a single bet. So waging that all three of these would um, win on 9-11, and the title of the bet was called Never Forget. <laughs> uh, DraftKings did issue a statement saying the company respects the, quote, significance of the day. Uh, in the statement, quote, we, severe, we, we sincerely apologize for the featured parlay that was shared briefly in commemoration of 9-11. We respect the significance of the day for our country and the families, especially for the families of those who are directly affected uh, in that. So uh, that was the company this week that uh, 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 screwed that up. Um, Some past ones that were uh, notable. Uh, In 2016, Walmart made a 9-11-themed Coca-Cola boxes. 
uh, each resembling the uh, World Trade Center with a We Will Never Forget banner waving above it. And of course, of all places, Florida. And then um, in 2000 and... Um, do, 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 I believe 2018, 18-ish? Uh, AT&T apologized for a tweet uh, sent by the company's Twitter account that showed a smartphone held up against the New York skyline facing lights beaming up where the World Trade Center's towers stood. So remember, before they rebuilt it, they had that tribute and light. Uh, well, AT&T held up. They did an advertisement with that. Uh, didn't work out too well. Uh, also in 2016, a San Antonio-based Miracle Mattress promoted a twin tower sale, which uh, purported to sell all mattresses for a twin price. Get it? And the commercial of the sale showed mattresses stacked side by side in two vertical columns, and they uh, they fell over. They fell over. So, uh, yeah. So, will there be continuing these things every year? Oh, I think so. Every year, one company uh, has a marketing campaign that didn't get looked at quite enough all that closely, unfortunately. So, uh, this year's winner, DraftKings. Speaking of gambling, MGM, which is a major uh, casino operator, uh, suffered from a week-long cyber attack this week that uh, wasn't really much in the news. I had to poke around to get, them, to get the information on this. Um, but uh, they were hit by a five-day cyber attack, of which took out a variety of systems at the casinos, including slot machines, ATMs, elevators, uh, uh, guest doors, uh, guest temperature controls, uh, guest blinds. Anything associated with connected to the internet was completely offline for five days, uh, like canceling reservations, making reservations. This was happening at a variety of MGM properties. In Las Vegas, a few casinos in Atlantic City reported a lot of issues as well of not being able to get into their systems. And, uh, you know, doors not working, elevators stopping, um, reservations not being uh, being canceled, uh, slot machines going down, slot machines not printing out that little piece of paper that you cash in for trips. It was a apparent mess. And allegedly, MGM paid out $33 million in ransom to get their um, uh, to get their control back in their systems. And it doesn't seem like they have it all the way back yet. Now, reportedly, uh, President Boy, how did how did they hack the casinos? Those must be some high, high, uh, highly skilled hackers. Uh, well, the the, the malware that they used, very powerful. How they got into the systems, uh, not so much. Uh, allegedly, these hackers went to LinkedIn, found the name of an employee that works there who would probably have access to systems they want, called MGM HR, and said, Hey, my name's uh, Joe IT Guy. Oh, man, I am locked out of my system. Could you please reset my password? What's the reset password? Thanks, y'all. And then they got full access to the system, uploaded the ransomware, and wham, bam, you can't gamble. Pretty amazing stuff. Um, Caesars also confirmed that they were hit by a cyber attack the same time uh, MGM was. 
And, uh, yeah, it's a big old mess. A big old mess. A big old mess. Um, former, a former, a, a former MGM employee who left the company this year reported the company restructured roughly 75% of its IT, ta IT teams, IT teams in April, resulting in layoffs and outsourced another IT team in July. So basically, uh, to increase the profits, they gutted the IT department. And golly, wouldn't you know it? They got they got slammed. Go figure. Go go figure. Now they're not quite sure who did this. Not quite sure who did this, but they are um, thinking that the hackers are based in the UK and possibly also the US. And the big concern as well is that um, they are getting a killed in reviews. And this could affect the bottom line of many of these casinos, which are just barely coming back from the whole COVID-19 uh, thing, where, you know, you could get in buildings in large groups for a while. But, uh, yeah, yeah, pretty amazing stuff. They apparently paid the ransom, but they don't quite have control of all the systems back yet again, yet again. Um, they, uh, also, it's also believed that the hackers were trying to recruit people to milk the machines, uh, as in saying, hey, go to this machine, we'll make sure that you win everything, so, you know, technically they aren't stealing money, someone else is kind of winning the money, and, you know, there's no connection, so it's very hard to prove it, uh, unclear of how many people they were able to do this. Uh, the name of the hacking group is called the Scattered Spider. Uh, and we're carrying responsibility for the hack according to the Financial Times report. So, uh, yeah. So if you're in a casino uh, this week in MGM or any casino, you know, you might want to check your credit card for weird purchases or, or charges a few weeks because who's to say that your data hasn't been hacked as well? <laughs> Moving along, and speaking of crime, and as a follow-up from last week, last week I mentioned that a five-foot-tall Brazilian man was scampering about in the area after escaping from a prison in Chester County, Pennsylvania. And um, as you may remember, originally he was sort of confined around Longwood Gardens, a lovely place you should definitely visit. Uh, but then he stole a milk truck and got out and was in the Phoenixville area. Uh, then, as last week progressed a bit, um, gosh, wouldn't you know it, he kept going north and west and was eventually about 25 minutes from where I live. It was kind of strange, to be honest with you. Uh, all the news channels were down in the area covering it. was a national story. You generally don't see people escape for two weeks like this anymore. And they had lots of roads closed. Uh, of which roads I traveled many, many, many a times. Uh, Owen J. School District was closed, which was my high school Thanksgiving Day rivals. Uh, they were closed for, uh, I believe, two days. Uh, and then he apparently stole a gun and was shot at by a, uh, a someone in the area. Um, but they, they did eventually get him. He was tracked down. Uh, but basically because it's starting to get colder and the heat-sensing cameras could pick him up a little bit better. But, uh, yep, he was found in, some, in a wood pile. Uh, he ran for it. A dog named Yoda apparently found him, tracked him down, caught him, 
and they were able to get him. They had um, just hundreds and hundreds of um, police, Border Patrol, uh, SWAT teams, federal SWAT teams, ATF, just combing the area trying to get this guy. Now, uh, he has said since he's been captured that he basically was um, traveling at night, uh, staying put in the day. Uh, he would, whenever he pooped, he would hide the poop so the dogs couldn't track him. Um, very hungry, but he was drinking water out of streams, stole some fruit out of some fields, a watermelon. Uh, he ate some horse granola bars, so the granola bars are made specifically for horses, so, you know, not super tasty, not super tasty, but, um, uh, yeah, yeah, they, they were able to get him, they posed with him, and, um, they brought him back to jail. Um, he was wearing an eagle's hoodie that he stole off a clothesline, which uh, led to many different jokes about him being an Eagles fan, which he is not. Um, he, he, he had ditched his uh, prison shoes, stolen some boots off of a, of a porch. But, uh, yep, they did eventually get him with the help of canine units, able to track him down this week. Uh, apparently, they were within um they were within yards of him yards of him several times and they didn't get him until this week uh i have to say for the two two or three days where he was oh boy this guy's getting pretty close i have to say i uh, was trying to keep my lights on at night outdoors out front out back and uh repositioned a few of my outdoor cameras just to just to keep an eye on things because I think he was all walk here overnight. That'd be crazy. But, you know, if he stole something and then you could get here pretty quickly by morning, that's for sure. He'd get here at 25 minutes. Uh, apparently, his end game was to carjack someone and then drive to Canada or Mexico, of which Canada is obviously the closer choice than to Mexico. But, uh, anyways, he is now back in jail, uh, did murder his girlfriend and murdered someone in Brazil. So, I would have to doubt. He'll be getting out anytime soon. At least not released. Will he escape again? Uh, who knows? But I'm just willing to guess he's going to be put somewhere where that is very hard to pull off. Folks, before I continue, I want to give a shout out to my friends at Bob Fisher. Bob Schiffer, Bob Fisher Chevrolet, Bob Fisher Chev .com. Uh, As you know, earlier this year, I got a lovely. Chevy Bolt, all-electric car. Love it. Fantastic. It's great. But uh, anyways, as with all cars, just because it doesn't go gasoline, it doesn't need oil change, still got to get it serviced. Took it to Bob Fisher's, Fisher Chevy in uh, Reading, Pennsylvania, 4111 Pottsville Pike, Reading, PA. Um, and uh, you know what? Had a delightful time there. Lovely customer lounge, very comfy chairs, sat there for about 20 minutes while they checked it out, top to bottom, bells and whistles, rotated the tires, gave it a thumbs up approval, saying I'm taking very care, good care of the car, it's like going to the dentist and not having any cavities, so, you know, if you have a Chevy, I highly recommend you check out Bob Fisher on uh, Pottstown Pike, BobFisherChev.com, for all of your service needs. And you know what? You might as well buy a car there, too. They're really good there. Very nice there. I highly recommend them. Now, did I buy my car from Bob Fisher? 
No, I didn't. Not because they didn't want to. It just they didn't have any bolts in stock at the time. And, uh, you know, super, super popular car. Uh, I got that. I got that. I'll give them a plug from Troutman Auto, Troutmansauto.com out there in, gosh, they're like on the, along the Schuylkill River. They're, um, oh gosh, where are they? Where are they? Where are they? They're, they're not Schuylkill, the Susquehanna, the Susquehanna River. They're in, uh, Linkerville, Pennsylvania. Uh, no, Millersburg, Pennsylvania. That's north. Millersburg, Pennsylvania. Uh, along the mighty Susquehanna. You should also check them out too. Very friendly there too. So, hey, very, very friendly there as well. So, if you're in central Pennsylvania, you, Go, go to Troutman's Auto. If you're in Berks County, check out Bob Fisher Chevy. BobFisherChev.com. Links are in the profile below. Tell them that Colt Sebastian Taylor sent you. You won't get anything special, but it'll be funny if I hear uh, that, that gets back to me at some point in the future. Next up, my friends, we go to Oregon, where they have legalized access to Fizzoclimbin... Uh, the drug, which are found in basically magic mushrooms. Ma mushrooms that cause you to see shapes and colors and stuff like that for improved mental health care, uh, known as uh, Psychoclin T. Um, you can go there and experience it and take it uh, for, 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 take the drug. But um, here's the thing, here's the catch. Um, you can't buy the mushrooms and take them home with you. You have to go there, buy them, and then stay there for about six hours until the drug uh, wears off, basically. Uh, where users describe vivid geometric shapes, a loss of identity, and oneness with the universe. Uh, the Epic Healing Eugene, America's first licensed Plissoblin service center, opened this past June and has a wait list of 3,000 people, including those with depression, PTSD, or end-of-life dread. Uh, no referral is needed. No prescription is needed. Um, but, uh, like I said, you can't buy it and take it home. You have to take it and stay there. According to the Oregon P uh, Glen Service Section, charged with regulating the state's industry, they received hundreds of thousands of inquiries from all over the world. So far, quote, we're hearing is the clients have had positive experiences, apparently. Um, Spico blend remains illegal in most states. Uh, the Food and Drug Administration in 2018 designated as a breakthrough therapy. And this summer, the FDA published draft guidance for researchers designing clinical trials for these types of drugs. Researchers believe that it changes the way the brain organizes itself, helping users adopt new attitudes and overcome uh, mental health issues. Um, now, however, it's not cheap. Not cheap. Apparently, a session costs about $2,000 because you have to stay there. Someone has to sit there with you. And, of course, they have to provide the lab-tested drug to you and, you know, all the licenses and whatnot. Um you anyone can deny you can be denied access to it if the facilitator uh, thinks you have an active uh, psychosis, uh, thoughts of harming anyone, or have taken lithium, which is used to treat mania in the past month. Apparently, um, there are uh, ten licensed service centers. Um, only one's officially open yet. Four growers 
and two testing labs and dozens of facilitators. So, like I said, monitor you to make sure you're not um, not uh, going overboard on this. Um, so, Oregon is the first state to legalize this. Oregon has legalized a lot of drugs. They're the first ones to legalize recreational marijuana, so they kind of take the lead in this and whatnot. Uh, local jurisdictions are allowed to ban it if they want to, and several have, but others are not. And um, they expect uh, they expect prices to come down as more of these centers open and whatnot. Um, according to one person who used it, uh, quote, it was kind of memorizing to watch, but it got so intense, I started to have this experience of dying and being reborn, and then I would just see large portions of my life going by in a very rapid way. Um, he said, this person said, the session was not particularly pleasant, but that it beneficially transformed how he views painful memories and provide a thought-after, thought-after mystical Mystical experience. Mystical experience. So, um, yeah. So, I mean, I would expect yourself to see this anytime soon. But science has proven that these type of drugs from these mushrooms can help people with mental health crisis. And they're trying them out, trying to figure out how to appropriately use them. So, I mean, like not anytime soon, but I wouldn't be surprised. Much like how recreational marijuana, medical marijuana, has been proven to relieve a variety of different symptoms that mushrooms of these nature may be used and prescribed by a doctor uh, much sooner than you may think. Next up, my friends, we go to Greenland, the world's biggest island. It's a true, true trivia fact. Be sure to check it out. Uh, where a luxury cruise ship ran aground in Greenland and was stuck there for four days. Fortunately, did not hit a rock, but got stuck in mud and sand. But um, they uh, they were unable to unstuck themselves and were stuck there for four days until they were pulled free from the East Greenland Fjord by a fisheries research vessel, according to the ship owner said in a statement. Quote, there have not been any injuries to any person on board, no pollution in the environment, and no breach of the hull. Um, it was called, the name of the ship was called the Ocean Explorer. And uh, it ran aground this past Monday with 206 crew and passengers on board. Um, the Joint Arctic Commander, Joint Arctic Command, Joint Arctic Command Commander, Brian Jensen, said that the Dutch Navy believes the ship was stuck in mud and sand. Uh, quote, luckily it's not a rock or that could have caused some great danger to the ship. Um, it's kind of stuck and it'll be more difficult to get free. Uh, Danish authorities attempted to tow the vessel several times before it was freed on Thursday, and uh, a tugboat was on its way, but once it got free, it was turned around and sent back. Well, the ship was grounded. Three passengers tested positive for COVID-19. Um, the patients were isolated and doing well, according to the company. Uh, in the Sydney Morning, Morning Herald, Australian passenger Gina Hill and Stephen Fraser said they were among the passengers that were stranded on the ship. Uh, Fraser told the Herald that he was one of the passengers with COVID, and that it was there was a doctor on the ship checking on checking in on them. Uh, "Quote: It's a bit frustrating, but we are in a beautiful part of the world. We're sitting right near the glacier when we open our window. Um, the Ocean Explorer will be taking will, will be taking everyone to port, 
and then the ship's bottom will be checked for damages to assess to see if um, if it needs to be repaired. And the, sh vessel, the vessel's passengers will be taken uh, to a port from which they can be flown back home. So, fortunately, no one got hurt, no one damaged, but uh, you don't usually see a ship get stuck in Greenland every day. That is a heck of a space, heck of a place to get stuck off the coast of Greenland. Next, my friends, we go to the world of marketing. Johnson & Johnson, you know Johnson & Johnson, make a whole bunch of different pharmaceutical and medical devices. They're changing their logo. Yes, that's right. After 130 years, Johnson & Johnson has that signature type, signature type logo. They're going to use just some regular old letters, um, that uh, mo modern letters, uh, to for its new logo of Johnson Johnson, which their brand their brand logo is just the name Johnson ampersand Johnson, and uh, they want to do that to to show that they're you know more modern because their logo has been around for 130 years. It's based off of co-founder James Wood Johnson's signature, and you'll still see it for a bit on a bunch of different things. But um, they decided to change. They decided to change. Uh, their brand logo uh, to Johnson Johnson with letters. Now the script will be uh, seen on consumer uh, products uh, from Ken Kenview. It's a new company that recently spun off from J and J, uh, Johnson Johnson. Uh, so Johnson Johnson can focus more on pharmaceuticals and medical devices. Uh, it narrows itself to these two areas, and now since they're focusing, they want a new look which uh, includes a different shade of red, aims to recognize J&J's shift into a pure-play uh, pure healthcare company, according to the company's executive vice president, Vanessa Broadhurst, and whatnot. Um, the signature logo was the one of the longest-used company emblems in the world, uh, according to a post from 2017. Uh, but it started to show its age, apparently, in the era of texting and emojis. Uh, many children don't no longer write cursive in school, and uh, the cursive may be hard to recognize of what it actually says. People don't write. I mean, I wrote learned cursive in in school, but many children don't anymore. A lot of them just do print writing and learn how to type, which I can do that too. But uh, yeah, so it'll be easier for folks to process now. Quote: Because it's easier, it almost draws your attention to it. Um, according to a branding expert and whatnot. Um, but anyways, anyways, um, Kevnu, which is this new company, supposedly said that the J&J branding on products like Band-Aids will gradually be uh, removed and replaced with their new, um, uh, their new logo. Uh, the Seager logo could also be found in the company's now discontinued talcum-based baby powder, which uh, has generated lawsuits that says it has cause cancer, of which Johnson Johnson says it uh, it does not. Um, the consumer business apparently uh, helped J&J become the world's biggest healthcare products maker with an annual sales of $90 billion, uh, but its pharmaceutical and medical device divisions had easily surpassed in its size and was spin-off, uh, was announced in 2021. Uh, they are based in New Brunswick, New Jersey, and uh, their Janssen pharmaceutical business will be renamed Johnson & Johnson Innovative Medicine. And its medical devices uh, will be known as Johnson Johnson 
MedTech. So, anyways, you're about to see new Johnson & Johnson logos soon, and a lot of their Band-Aids and shampoo stuff will now have a new logo from Kenvu, which is a spun-off company that will handle all of those things. Moving along from the healthcare industry to the entertainment industry, as you know, writers and actors are on strike right now, striking um, Hollywood studios, wanting more money for their work, which I agree that they should. They're very talented, and Hollywood execs are extremely greedy. Well, as you know, not only are they um, striking, but a lot of people who are unions don't have a whole lot of money, and so there's charity auctions to help raise money to support the strike that is going on. And uh, this is some pretty clever things. Some pretty clever things. Uh, all these are on eBay. And you can bid on a variety of different things. And uh, some of the things that caught my eye is for currently it's at $5,100. You can have a virtual story basic session with Spike Jones and Lena, Lena Dunham. Amazing. Um, you could uh, uh, do the crossword puzzle with comedian Natasha Lyon, 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 uh, who's very funny. Uh, for $1,200, you can have a virtual hangout with a cast of Bones, including Emily Deschanel, uh, Tam Tamara, Michaela, and David Bordez. Um, for $4,250, you have John Lithgow. Color a water patron of your uh, make a watercolor portrait of your dog. Pretty amazing. Uh, I like this one. Ten thousand dollars. You can have dinner with Bob Oberdirk, Oberkirk, and David Cross, amazing comedians, either in New York or uh, L.A. Uh, of course, background check. Uh, for fifty one hundred dollars, Lena Dunham will come and paint a mural in your home. That's pretty amazing. Um. In New York, you can take a pottery class with Busy Phillips. Pretty great. Pretty great. And I'm just scrolling down here. Uh, for $2,000, you can do 20 questions, 20 minutes with Sarah Silverman. That, that could be longer. I think that's a little short, personally. Um, for $830, Rosemary Duet and Ron Livingston will give you relationship advice over Zoom. That's pretty good. Um in L.A., for $2,500, Adam Scott will walk your dog for an hour. That's funny. I like that. Uh, $4,100, a fedora owned and signed by the legendary Tom Waits. That, I wish I was a lottery winner so I could get my hands on that. That sounds pretty, pretty amazing. And then there's a collection of signed memorabilia. Uh, for example, Parker Posey's personal collection of Days and Confused and Party Girl memorabilia. That's that's pretty interesting. Um, original prop Harvard chair as seen in the hit series The Dropout. Uh, signed DVDs by director Ryan Johnson. Um, a collection of autographed celebrity children's books. That's interesting. Uh, Harley Quinn, a very problematic Valentine's Day poster signed by Kaylee Coco, who voices one of the characters in there. Uh, oh, I wish I wish I could get by into this one. Weird Hawaiian shirt worn in the Weird Al, worn in the Weird Al movie, worn by Daniel Radcliffe, signed by Daniel Radcliffe, and by Weird Al. Willow, stop, stop scratching while I'm recording my podcast. You're so loud. I'm not. I'm not starting over. I'm not starting over. Uh, Bill and Ted's excellent adventure script. 
excellent adventure script signed by cast and screenwriters. That sounds like fun. Um, Stranger Things 4 poster signed by the Duffer Brothers. That's pretty great. That's pretty great. Um, let's see here. Let's see here. Oh, The Lost Boy screenplay signed by Kiefer Sutherland, Jason Patrick, and Alex Winter. That's pretty cool. And, uh, da, 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 da. oh, Donald Glover signed a latest script with a personal note. That's pretty neat, too. Pretty neat, too. Oh, uh, a Hulk Funko Pop signed by Mark Ruff Ruffalo, who played the Hulk, obviously, in, um, in, um, in the Avengers. So, anyways, uh, lots of neat stuff here if you like to collect things. Uh, some of them are, some of my favorites, obviously, is having dinner or in the fedora. If I won the lottery, uh, two weeks ago, I would definitely be bidding on those because that sounds like a great time. Uh, even the wire color by uh, John Lithgow, I think I would I'd probably get that too. I probably would get that too. Other ones, eh, I'm not super interested in at all, really. But, uh, anyways, check that out. If you have some disposable income, you might get something pretty neat, pretty neat from some celebrities and help support their strike. Moving along, as you may remember from a few weeks ago, a Museum in Cleveland, Cleveland, I think, uh, was asked to return a variety of things uh, that were stolen from another country. Well, this week, 33 artifacts uh, were returned to Cambodia after the agreement by a late billionaire's family uh, found out that these things were stolen and agreed to return them back to Cambodia. The family of the late George Linderman, a billionaire businessman who was the CEO of a natural gas pipeline company, Southern Union, uh, voluntarily agreed to return the artifacts to Cambodia on Monday, according to the U.S. Attorney's Office. Uh, he died in 2018. Uh, Cambodian officials plan to host a ceremony celebrating the return of cultural relics. Quote, for decades, Cambodia suffered at the hands of unscrupulous art dealers and looters who traffic, trafficked, traf, trafficked uh, cultural treasures to the America art market, according to Damien Williams, the United States Attorney for the Southern District of New York, in a statement. Uh, the historic agreement will set the framework of returning items of cultural significance back to the Cambo Cambodia under the U.S.-Cambodia Cultural Property Agreement, first signed in 2003 and renewed in late August of this year. Uh, according to Foyern Sakhona, uh, Cambodia's Minister of Cultural and Fine Arts, quote, it pleases the Cambodian government that the Lindman family, in possession of these national treasures, knowing they were wrongly possessed, have duly and voluntarily returned them to the rightful owners. The Lindman family said a statement to the Times that, quote, having purchased these items from dealers that we assume were rentable, we are saddened to learn how they made their way to the market in the United States. The collection apparently includes 10th and 12th century statues and artwork stolen from Ag Angkor Wat and Kol Kerr, which are major religious and archaeological sites in Cambodia. One statue um, depicts uh, Dirshtar Yoma, the hero from the Sanskrit epic, epic Mata. Mahabharata uh, was stolen from the Khmer's kingdom, ancient capital of Prasat Chen. Other antiques include a 10th century sculpture uh, of a deity who is half man and half female, a kneeling figure uh, taken from Bethany Sea, 
a ancient temple in Cambodia, and six heads of divas and azures, or angels and demons, that aligned the gates of the city of Ag Agkor, Agkor Thom. Boy, I'm, I'm thinking, I'm thinking of laying these names pretty, pretty, pretty good. Um, anyways, anyways, um, these items are being, um, these items are being sent back. Uh, Lineman was known to be a collector of artifacts. Uh, he was featured in a 2008 article with luxury magazine Architectural Design. Uh, photos showed more than a dozen Khmer statues displayed in his Florida mansion. Art experts and archaeologists working with the Cambodian Ministry of Culture told the Post in 2021 that six of those artworks were, quote, definitely looted. Uh, prosecutors said Latchford was a key middleman in transitions between temple looters and wealthy collectors. U.S. officials said the recent agreement with the Linderman does not indicate that the family violated any federal laws. Um, they obviously took these things, but but they assumed they were legally got in the first place. So they did the right thing and returned those cultural artifacts back to the people of Cambodia. Finally this week, uh, if you're a Buffy the Vampire Slayer fan of the series, not the total creep Josh Whedon, who created it and did wonderful things with the Avengers, and then everyone realized he was a big old creep. Uh, anyways, there's a new story in the Buffyverse starring uh, Buffy the Vampire Slayer actors. Why is he starring? It's a new series on Audible debuting October 12th, called Slayers, a Buffy-verse story, picks up 10 years after the show's series finale and uh, focuses on Spike, uh, voiced by James Marsters, who's gone undercover uh, in Los Angeles to battle big bads. Uh, in the story, Spike must pretend he's back to his nasty vampire ways in order to thwart the forces of evil, but when his, co his cover is compromised by 16-year-old Adira Nunley, uh, voiced by Layla D. Leon Hayes, he's forced to babysit a young teen slayer again. Uh, it's written by um, written by original cast member Amber Benson, who played Tara, and Christopher uh, Golden, who I believe, if my memory serves me correct, um, did he play someone? I don't think he played someone. No, I think I think he's a writer. Yeah, he's a writer. Anyways, but Amber Benson definitely played Tara in the Buffy the Vampire Slayer. Um, it's, uh, it's a parallel universe where Buffy Summers, played by Sarah Michelle Gellar, never existed, and Cordelia, who used to be played by Charisma Carpenter, is the veteran slayer there and doing battle with Spike's unhinged ex, Drusilla, played by Juliet Landau, who's also back. Uh, according to a press release, Monster said, quote, I'm ecstatic to be back with my dear friends for this next chapter in the Buffyverse as we take listeners on a familiar but unexpected journey chock full of horror, passion, and mischief. Uh, I'm excited for old and new fans to experience this beloved world of vampire slaying like never before, brought to life through immersive audio storytelling. Uh, Slayers uh, stars original cast members Amber Benson as Tara, Emma Clodford, uh, Clodfield Ford as Anya, uh, James Charles Larry Larius Clem, Danny Strong as Jonathan, Anthony Head, also back as Rupert Giles. You'll know him as the villainous Rupert Mannion 
on Ted Lasso. Very talented Anthony Head. Amazing talent. Good singer, too. But anyways, check that out on Audible. I probably will. Uh, uh, Slayers, a Buffyverse story. New series debuting October 12th on Audible. Definitely check it out. It's good stuff. I have a lot of faith in those folks to do it. They, they wouldn't do this unless they did a good job at it. So I think it'll be pretty, pretty, pretty good. My friends, before I go, let me tell you about Social Bee. They're a social media management tool that enables posting across all of your profiles. Facebook, Twitter, LinkedIn, Instagram, Pinterest, Google My Business, and TikTok. Uh, they have wonderful integrations. allows you to design posts to be perfect, like uh, Canva, Unsplash, Giphly, which I use often. You can structure your content and categories to obtain solid and a balanced mix. Connect an RSS feed of any blog to import content automatically. Customize posts for each social media network individually or post to all of them at the same time. Uh, automatically generate hashtags based on images or the caption, which I do all the time. Uh, recycle evergreen posts. Um, set up posting schedules for all of your profiles. Uh, have workspaces and collaborate with people. I don't because I'm a one-man team, but that is possible. And you can analyze the performance of your accounts. And finally, they have uh, five integrated link shorteners, which you can then track your links and their performance on your own end. So check it out. 14 days for free. Don't even need them a credit card. Check it out. Chat them out. Kick the tires. I think you'll like it. I like it. They're always adding new stuff to it. And when you when you talk to them, tell them that Colt, Sebastian, Taylor sent you. You won't get anything. But uh, it'll be funny if that gets back to me. Well, my friends, that just about wraps up this week's Saturday Report with me, Colt, Sebastian, Taylor. As a reminder, I will not be here next week. I will be seven hours into the future vacationing in sunny Greece. So, but I will be back the following week which is, I believe, September 30th, unless I'm still jet-lagged, of which then you'll have to wait two more weeks. But I should be back in two weeks, let you know what my vacation is, and cover the news for you. But of course, follow me on the Twitter, the threads, the counter-social, the Instagram, and the Facebook at Colt S. Taylor. And be sure to share this podcast at anchor.fm slash Colt S. Taylor to all your friends so I can continue to do this wonderful news programming for you. Until next time, my fantastic friends, I am, of course, your friend, Colt Sebastian Taylor, and I'll see you later.